What's up, everyone? Hey, guys. Hey. We pressed the record button, so now we're going to make a podcast. Is that okay with you? I think this is episode three. Episode three, season two. Season two. Marriage is for quitters. I'm Lindsay. I'm Lucas. And And stay classy, San Diego. (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah, we are. We're married. Dude, I love that about us. (laughs) Um. We have some special guests with us tonight. We do? Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Where'd you, hi. Just, well, hello. <laughs> Where'd you guys come from? This that is special place. The special place. Taya and Chris Lewis. Christopher. Do you like Christopher or Chris better? We call you Chris. My mom calls me Christopher. I just call okay. him C-Man. C-Man. <laughs> uh, Lewis. And they're going to shed some light on... Some Ew, they're going to shed? Shed. I don't know. That was a stupid phrase, but they're going to talk to us about their marriage. We know them because Lucas and Christopher were We're besties for the resties. Yeah, basically. He just recorded like all of my albums forever and ever. Amen. Well, not all of them, but all the good ones. He's kind of a sound wizard. (laughs) Until I I left him for a a, tall, dark studio in the woods. (laughs) Tall, dark studio. They just had a a longer... uh, a longer cable, longer, stiffer cable for me. You know what I'm saying? At least strung it right along on it. <laughs> <laughs> sure did. And the cool thing about my husband being in a band is I get to be friends with all the wives, woo the woo. band wives. Woo woo. So, hey, yo. Taya and I got pretty close. I love her. Um, I love you too. Yay. Aw. <laughs> the romance. Uh, yeah. So, should we wh- leave? <laughs> Actually, should we tell them why they're really here? Well, you may have noticed the pineapple when you came through the front door, and how we were it was. pretty excited about it. <laughs> All right, hey. swingers club. All right, for our Christian viewers, oops. <laughs> Jk, dog. Jk, God has a, a sense of humor. Jeez, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't have made farts sound like they do if he didn't, or a platypus. So oh. one <laughs> yes. feedback, a platypus. Well, think about it. It's a beaver, a duck, and it's venomous. Yeah. Oh, venomous. yeah. yeah. I didn't know like they were in their, in their, like, their yeah. thumb claws or whatever, right? Yeah. That's... You can, like, can you die from it? I, I wouldn't know. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I, just... I, I can no get idea. pretty sick. I'm wow. willing to try yeah. if you are. You're willing to try? Yeah. Mm, let's go find a platypus. Easy. <laughs> it's the real let's life test Pokemon. Them on the kids first. Just kidding. <laughs> Lincoln would go nuts. <laughs> It's a real life Pokemon. It's a platypus. Yeah, it's a Pokemon. <laughs> Throws a ball at it, chases after him. <laughs> uh, one feedback we got was that our listeners want to hear more about who we're speaking to in the beginning. Oh, and how do we know, do that? Get to know you guys a little better. So that's hard because I already know you. Yeah, but yeah. our viewers or listeners don't. No one cares about them. Our listeners or them? Oh, <laughs> whichever gets us more we views. We care about both. <laughs> oh my goodness! This just went to insulting. <laughs> so, can you? We know that. Well, tell us a little bit about yourselves. You can oh, start. Me? Yeah. Oh, geez. Okay. Well, I'm a, oh, obviously I'm a wife. I'm a mom. <laughs> I'm a grandma. Oh my um, god. Oh my goodness. I, yeah. Oh, that blows my mind every time I. Eat. You're way too hot to be a grandma. Way too hot. Oh, I mean, you're like, a gilf. grandmas are hot these days. <laughs> They're like getting younger, but I've got a t-shirt. You're yeah. one oopsie it's, away from being a grandma. So. Oh, <laughs> I am a cat grandma, so it's fine. Okay. Counts. Oh yeah. We have three and one on the way. Oh, Grandbabies. Wow. Yeah. Yes. This Good for is, you. That is 
insane. Yeah, we have two even. girls. If you're not watching this, you need to watch YouTube and boy see how hot and she another is. boy on the way. Dang. Yeah. So two and two. Because your oldest is thirty. Yeah. As of okay. yesterday yeah. or wow. Monday. Wow. Yeah. And she has three. And you could be my dad. Is going to <laughs> almost, have almost. one in March. Brielle's going to have one? Yeah, in April. Oh. April 23rd, she's due. Aw. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. What else? Um, I'm a compliance specialist where I work, and I deal oh, with so a lot of credit. you got to make credit. sure you do everything right. Yeah, I yeah, have to follow the rules. <laughs> follow the rules. So and I deal I'm the opposite. The complete <laughs> right? rules are made to be broken. Oh. <laughs> I'm almost 50. Oh my gosh. That's just nuts. nuts. You don't that look a day nuts. over 49. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually two days over 49. <laughs> Wait, it was just your birthday? Yeah. Oh my time. gosh. Happy no birthday. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wow. such a jerk. Happy birthday. Happy Aww. birthday. Yeah. Well, I guess Let's we're. We'll give you do, a cake tonight. We should. Uh, we'll double their pay for this. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you get yeah. two drinks now you instead, get two of yeah. instead of one. pineapples instead of one. Two pineapples. <laughs> awesome. Two pineapples. And I'm a glamper. Chris lets me glamp. Oh, that's yeah, so sweet of him. You know, yeah. we could do some winter camping if you want. I've been sure. thinking about buying like a stove. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like camping. Especially How are you with rustic. that? Because I don't know. I've never I, camped we, in the winter. We've been doing we fall camping. We did fall camping and we loved it. What about the rain? What if it's like... It, it, awesome. it did. It rained the, both times Oh, but you're we a went. camper. No. So who we cares? went outside. No? Well, yeah, we cooked outside the whole entire time. Um, I have this... Like a wind tent, it's like you use for sporting events, and two uh, chairs sit underneath it. Like a easy up with the sides. Yeah, oh, kind, okay. kind of. Yeah, kind of. But it's just a. It's for just two chairs. It's like for soccer moms for, who yeah. don't want to get yeah, wet yeah, yeah. and cold. Oh, yeah. and okay. so we pulled that out, and it, we. I didn't even wear a winter coat. Ever they had to wear winter coats because they weren't underneath it. But oh, yeah, it was great. Well, it was really just, warm because the heat just stayed in there and the wind stayed off of us. See, so. I, I can do rain, snow, all that, but wind, ugh. Just get a pop-up uh, hunting blind. <clears throat> it's the same thing, kind of. Yeah, but it doesn't have a front. Right, it's so not open. I can open. still feel the heat yeah. coming from the fire. So so it's oh. open like a half umbrella kind of thing that comes down like this and, you know, Yeah, it looks it like a big umbrella with sides, like that you would use yeah. over a table, <clears throat> Yeah, hmm. and then it has like sides, so it, like, tilts it, a little. It's spiffy. Spiffy. Yeah. That is it spiffy. Was really, really spiffy. cool. Can you hear my earrings on there? No. No? <laughs> no. Okay, I can hear. <laughs> One of my earrings fell out earlier when I was like putting on headphones and I'm it somehow fell into my back pocket while oh. I was sitting down. Maybe like nice. flinged it. I'm glad she clarified earrings. I was thinking rocks. But rocks. Just kidding. Oh. Rocks. Wow. Do you need me to smash it? I, I don't know what he meant. I'm a, I'm having trouble too. Oh, in oh, my cause, head. Because of her brain. What? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I guess both of us now, too, because I couldn't understand. Well, so. well, I see him shaking his head, and I'm hearing the noise, so I was thinking more him. <laughs> yeah, I am pretty dumb, too. No, we're, we're not stupid. at all. What about you, Christopher Lewis? That's my name. <laughs> I was born in Bay City. I'm from this area. Um, graduated Bay City Central, so I'm alumni there, I guess. Uh, I have a recording studio in Saginaw, Michigan. What's it called? Fire Hyena Recording Studios. It's been around since 2003 or four. I don't remember the exact starting date, but and you've got like you've got like all the toys in there, and I you got like 
you're always getting new toys, right? Or? Always. It's a never-ending battle to buy new toys. You just got new toys. It's, How do you feel about new toys all the time? This, get, this is sounding pretty sexual. <laughs> <laughs> you started it with the His pineapple. Toys are guess, really, really expensive. <laughs> the last set oh. specifically are more yes, expensive. Yes, very than expensive. Most. What are, are you your just, toys? Do you have toys? I have a camera. Camera. Yeah. Okay. You're the toy. Sell. Okay. Yeah. Like for, for photography. Yeah. Okay. Nice. I'll awesome. do it as fun. Okay. It is fun. It is fun. Until you do it for money, and then it stops being fun. Yeah, I don't want to do oh. it for money. I See, mean, I, I have been that... paid here and there, right. but it's fun. I like just fun stuff. See, I thought recording would be like that, too, but I actually enjoy it more than I get paid. That's well, yeah, awesome. and you're always meeting new people, too. I mean, you got people like that return like me and stuff like that. Well, yeah, and I get the new guys and younger people you know, like that are fresh that have never done anything like recording wise or just starting out playing music. Oh, and then you and, get to hold their hand. Right. Well, you get to kind of develop them into like a musician, really, like kind of giving them the, the foundation to where they can go and what they can do. So it's it's a fun job in that aspect. And his eyes twinkle when he talks about it. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> I just want... And I'm also an electrician your thing's for not. next I year know, automotive. <laughs> I already forgot the phone yeah. thing. Remember earlier, I was like, you're going <laughs> to start a paper. timer, and then you're going to hit the lap button. I was like, you might want to get some paper just in case, babe. Guess <laughs> There's what? no notes on the paper either. <laughs> no. <laughs> you guys haven't made any TikTok worthy. I'm just kidding. And I can't even see that far to see how long we've been recording for. Yeah, so. I was thinking I'll just rewatch it anyways. Do you I think I would look okay it. with glasses? Yes. Yeah, for sure, dude. You think I'd be a handsome little yeah. smarty farty? Yeah. All right. So. But not all the time. I just want you to have them sometimes. Yeah. yeah, taking yeah. pictures suck because you get the glare, and I always have to take them off. And filming, it's an issue too because you get that you get like the anime eyes; they're all bright because the lights are shining at them. They're shining back at the camera, or oh. the, or is there's green screen right in them, huh? I have glares. No, you glasses. look you look gorgeous. Gorgeous. Thanks. Gorgeous. Yeah, you can't see. It. No glares. I mean, I can't really see. I've established, but from what I think I can see, it looks great. Yeah, it's all blurry to him. Yeah. <laughs> You look great. It's just the wine. <laughs> I only need glasses when I'm drinking wine. So when did you guys meet? Do you want, do you want to go? <laughs> no, because you tell that part way better. I, I tell the, I tell, tell us your, it. your story together. Okay. We're so. a blind date. Yes. What? No We're way. That's awesome. Yeah. I was complaining. She's to, still blind. <laughs> I am still blind. Uh, I was complaining to my friend Lynn about, getting calls at 10 o'clock at night and wanting, you know, men just to, I'm like, I have a child, mm -hmm. you know, I want someone to date me, right, you know, right. call me up on a Sunday and take me out on a Thursday for dinner. Mm -hmm. And Chris was also complaining to a friend of his, Mitch, who was married to my friend Lynn, and they had this great idea that they would set us up. What so, were you complaining about? Same thing? Well, you want to date I mean, someone instead? Well, I had been divorced for about two years. And, you know, like you go to the bar scene and it's, you know, a bunch yeah. of crazy people <laughs> that like to drink a lot. Well, I have two kids at home. So, yeah. you know, it's I get my kids every other weekend. You know, you're doing the part time dad thing, which sucks. But you, you have to do it because that's what it is. And, you know, to try to find women who can understand that. And it was just difficult like as soon as they find out two kids, they're like, yeah, this guy, no, mm -hmm. he's a little too serious for us mm -hmm. right now. I'm out. 
and yeah. you know that or you get the oh it'd be perfect and then you hang out with them for a while and go yeah no. perfectly crazy <laughs> We're, i just got through that i'm okay <laughs> so you know it's just some of that and i wasn't really looking like to settle down or have a steady girlfriend so to speak i just wanted someone who was normal <laughs> yeah yeah. Not, it's not too much to ask. Yeah. So they asked if I wanted to meet them, and I'm like, can I have my heart surgery first so I know I'm not going to die on this guy if I meet him? <laughs> and so we met shortly after. I had a heart procedure. Wow. And um, he picked me up at the house, and I couldn't drink or anything because I was on blood thinners because of the heart procedure. <laughs> nice. So I drank soda, and all of a sudden, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. And what? yeah, it was, it was a really great conversation, Aww. obviously. And within six months we were living together and did you see pictures of each other or anything? No. Wow. No. When he came and he knocked on my door, I was like, do I look through the people or do I just open the door? Do I look through the people or, and I was like, okay, I'm just going for it. So yeah. I just open the door. Well, you got to understand like when I was talking to her on the phone prior to this date, right? She's got laryngitis going on. So mm. it's like, how you doing? This is great. <laughs> so you're terrified. So, so I'm like, I'm going to get a transvestite. I think this is going to be weird. No. <laughs> I, had the, I had the rough. Rough, um, raspy. Raspy. Yeah. Like I've been smoking for 50 years, truck yeah. driver. That can be attractive. Yeah, sometimes. it can be sexy, but maybe not in this situation. Yeah. So, and I did something very uh, unlike me, which after our first date, I invited him back to my apartment, which I never do um, or did at the time. And we watched the sun come up from the bay window of my living room oh, and wow. he had to be to work and so did I. So it was a long day for both of us yeah. after our first date. So, and no, um, there was no shenanigans. So don't Yeah, ask. right. No, there, no wasn't. there wasn't. Wow. Yeah. Good job. No shenanigans. No shenanigans. So... Um, <laughs> Darn it! But it was it was just we really enjoyed each other's company. Yeah, and that's awesome. Like one, just it was fun. It was just nice just to be able to have someone that understood. But we were really honest when we had our first conversation. Like mm -hmm. normally, you hide behind your flaws and things like that when you first meet someone. I was like, look, you know, like I have a lot of guy friends. I'm very affectionate. I'm really close with my ex's family, you know, like his mom is like my mom. My mom lives three hours away. If you can't handle that, we should just not move forward. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like my parents live three hours away. I travel over. I travel there. If you're not going to like that, then we shouldn't move forward. Mm -hmm. I was like, I can be super snotty. It's not what I say. It's how I say it. If you can't keep me in check or uh, understand that we shouldn't, it was, so it was like things like that. Mm -hmm. And she's trying to scare so me So bold. Off. Well, yeah. and Chris was the same way, but, but you know, I was exactly that. I mean, uh, well, you both had kids well, and everything. It's well, like, right. you don't have time. Around, I don't have time yeah. for this. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the thing is, is like that the marriage that I was in previous was so controlled and so controlling and I had changed who I was to try to fit somebody else's agenda. And it just like at this point, I'm like, I just kind of found myself and wasn't willing to go. Yeah, let's just. Yeah, you can control me again. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I'm not going to do that. Like, I've got to stay who I am to be true to myself kind mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah. So I was like, look, I'm in a band. I play music. Like, of course you are. I'm, I'm probably <laughs> always going to do music of some kind or something. It's just something that I'm passionate about. Um, I'm going to do that kind of thing. I yeah. have two kids. My ex-wife and I's relationship isn't great, so she makes things very complicated when it comes to the kids. She can be quite a handful. 
I just need you to know all that stuff before you walk into this and think things are going to be hunky dory. Mm -hmm. and, you know, like that's kind of how it started off. I'm not looking to be serious. We can date if we date and things work out great. If they don't, you know, if you find someone else you'd rather hang out with, go hang out with them. I'm okay mm -hmm. with that. Mm -hmm. Like I'm an adult at this point. So that's kind of how we started, which is kind of terrifying for most people. I that's guess. really to, good to advice start. actually. Cause yeah. I would well, yeah, think otherwise you can end. Sorry. Was, no, go ahead. Saying you could end up, with someone for like two years and then like you realize I don't want to why am I doing this I'm not yeah. even me I'm just doing what you know to make her happy you know mm -hmm. kind yeah. of thing and it's like uh. well so a lot of people don't like each other they yeah they fall in love with what they think the person right, is true. and they don't really like each well, other they don't know the person to yeah. know if they yeah. really like them it's like what you yeah. do in, in like middle school and high school you're like well I'm afraid they'll they'll to put me away if I like tell them who I really am. Right. They'll break up with me. So you're like, I'll just change who I am to, I'll just try to fit in to stay with them because I like them. And they're probably doing the same thing. And you're both don't even like each other. Right. <laughs> but the thing is, is in, in, in our lifetime, I mean, we've seen that with so many friends of ours. We've seen that with so many couples along the way that we've met mm -hmm. where it's like, you guys have no idea who each other really are. Mm -hmm. And you know, when you, when you see the relationships that are working and you go, man, they just went through some really crappy times and they're like best friends out of this. Like, it's just not, not the same thing. And then mm -hmm. you see other people going through stuff and it's like, they just want to make it more stuff and make mm -hmm. it harder than it needed to be. And they don't ever come together on the same page. It's like a fight between them always. And you just wonder why you want that in a relationship. But we see that yeah. a lot. And it, it, like even with the younger generations, you know, we've got young kids too, you know, daughters that are dating. We've seen it with them. I mean, not being honest with the boys that they're with or the boys being honest about who they are to mm -hmm. them. And, you know, then after some wasted time and some fights that didn't need to happen, they break up and go their own way. And hopefully they both learn something from it. Yeah. Yeah. Good learning process. Yeah. It's like a you, you want a, like a happy medium between the two, like just being like I am who I am, take it or leave it, and I'm willing to sacrifice or change a little bit or, or bend, you know, to fit with you. Well, I, I think a lot of what it is is like people in general look at someone and go, "I love that person. I never want them to change." But the reality We're is always changing. But the, the reality is is that you know everyone changes and whether you change on the same path or different paths everybody changes and then how accepting of change are you and right. that's really more about you as a person than it is about the person changing very true and, yeah. and i don't think like like for me i'm very set in my ways there's things that i go yeah I, I need to have this but at the same token i also understand if i want to keep a good relationship and have my best friend around i have to do some of the things that my best friend wants to do otherwise i don't have a best friend and what good is having a best friend if you don't want to do the things that they want to do yeah. too yeah and but you know having yeah that. best friends <laughs> <laughs> but it, it did shots us, fired <laughs> it did take us a while to get to that point to where there was compromise and things like that like we were very upfront with each other mm -hmm. and like chris said we his his ex was very difficult and was he right about that yes oh okay yes so um we moved in together very quickly and Chris proposed, and I actually was in the process of leaving him when he proposed. He had no idea. Oh, wow. So he... Oh, I'm sorry. I was not paying proper attention. Did you say you were leaving your ex when you proposed? No. She was no. leaving okay. me when yeah. I proposed. I was leaving him when wow. he proposed. Because of his ex. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Great. Because of the stress that she was putting 
on me. Because, mm-hmm. like, go back to when I first met Chris, I have heart issues. So I had a follow-up with uh, my heart doctor, and he's like, what's going on? Like, your heart is worse than it's been. Oh, wow. You know, like, what? You know, so we, like, ran down. I was like, the only thing that has changed is I started dating and moved in with the... This creep. The, this guy in, in his... Like, there's stress. It's like, he has two kids. I was like, there's always something going on with his ex. There's always something there. Mm. And... Um, he's like, well, you need to eliminate your stress. And I was like, well, the only way I can eliminate that is if I leave him. And he's like, then you need to leave him because you're going to die. Oh my you gosh. Know? That's like, damn. She, yeah. She so you were, die. he was wait, a liar. So, so you set <laughs> yeah. up to propose to her. Okay. So Christmas Eve, uh, this is 92. 92, My goodness, yeah. I was 2002. like... 2002. 1992, I meant 2002. Okay, that's a little better. I was, <laughs> I was in high school at least. Christmas Eve 2002, right around then. Yeah. And uh, you know, I have everybody come to the house. So we have her family there. We have all of our friends there. My kids there. Her kids there. All at the house so I can propose to her. Some of my friends know what's going on. Some other people don't know what's going on. So I get down on the one knee in front of everybody right before midnight and like, will you marry me? And she goes, no. I was like, oh my God, no way. And runs And I walked away. away. I walked away to another side of the house. I was not running. As fast as she could. I walked as fast as I could really. I did. And I'm like, I'm like, my heart is racing. I like, like the blood has like left my body and it's in my feet. I feel like I'm going to pass out Uh because I already have a place to stay after the holidays. Mm -hmm. Like I'm leaving. Like, mm. I am gone. Mm-hmm. And it's not because I don't love Chris. Mm-hmm. That's not it. And you I just want to live a little bit more. Yeah. And <laughs> so the life out one, of, one of our friends comes in and is like, oh, my God, Taya, like, oh, my God, like, you're so excited. Or, oh, my God, you don't want to marry Chris. I was like, John, just leave me alone for a second. I need, I need, I need some space. And Chris finally comes into the room that I'm in. And he's like, honey, like, what is going on? And I eventually say yes 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 and I get excited and obviously I stay you know but with everything that was going on it was devastating for Mm -hmm. me and I never told Chris for Mm -hmm. years it was years and years and years 10 years later I find out yeah it was it was probably about 10 years weren't you like butthurt that she said no you're like well, well, he just like, thought it. Well, I'm not a very oh. in front of people oh, person. Oh, okay, okay. And so he's thinking that I he just set me up in front of all these people, I and I was like completely shocked. And why would you do this in front of people? Because I assume that it would be a private thing between the two of us, you know. And, <laughs> but no, and so you already saw my privates. <laughs> Wait, how long were you dating before this happened? And that's two why she was dying. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and so it was. Um, yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy. So, but I said yes, and and was your doctor like, oh yeah, yeah, no. yeah. It was, um, <laughs> it was, it was a long running with my health for. This is a, a medical doctor. Yeah, I was a cardiologist. Yeah, I have really horrible heart. So um, that just seems like. That just seems like terrible advice from a medical. I mean, it was probably good advice, but it's like you would never expect a medical doctor to be like, yeah, break up with your. No, he said eliminate your stress. Yeah. He didn't specify yeah, and, what and, that and was. And I wasn't she specifically in the head. stress. It's yeah. the yeah. stress that came with me. Yeah. Right. So did we murder the ex? That's what I want to no. know. No. No. Or should we? <laughs> oh, just kidding. So. No, no, they're going to tell us a tragic story. Actually, yeah. she passed away. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, so. Chris and I start planning our wedding and we start, you know, looking at houses to buy. And at this time, 
I can tell that Chris has a lot of trauma from his past and his past with his ex. And he starts, you know, like, I am not his ex. But anything that I would do, Uh he would think he was just waiting for the other shoe to drop. You Mm -hmm. know, like, I can't be who I am, Mm -hmm. who I say I am. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to do something that is controlling or manipulative or I'm going to do this. And so I would tear down parts of these walls and then he would put five walls up. And so she was very controlling with money and personal things and how he dressed and things like that. So we started fighting all the time Mm. and about money, about the kids, about the house. And, you know, so we're still trying to plan our wedding Mm -hmm. while this is all going on. And so we get married and we have a great wedding and a great honeymoon, but there's still all these things that we need to, to work on. Mm -hmm. And his ex just keep like we're in court like constantly mm-hmm. and it's just one thing after another after another so and the more we're in court the more chris and i it's weighing on on us and he wants to make more money so he's working more and i'm a stay-home parent and i don't want to be a stay-home parent i'm not enjoying being a stay-home parent mm-hmm. and even though like i'm doing very well being the stay-home parent and it's just we there's everything that we are finding. I was I have always had very good faith in the Lord and he was not I was an atheist when I met I'm not really yeah. an atheist. I was um agnostic. Yeah. More yeah, I'd say more agnostic than yeah. an atheist. I so, was the guy that would say that the Bible was written by guys that just manipulate yeah. other guys, so shut up. He's like <laughs> and I'm like, Well, how can you prove your faith to someone that doesn't believe? And so we would we would argue about that and then we would argue about money and then we would argue about the kids and then we would argue about our house and the cars and things like that. So I started praying to God, like, you need, can you eliminate what we're ar- like, please get rid of our arguments. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I really didn't realize, like, you know, like, boy, did God answer God that. answered. <laughs> Do you want, do you want to go? You want to You want to tell them what so, God does? Am I allowed to? Are we allowed to hear that? Because yeah. I don't know. So, well, so this this is where really this well, is this where is it really where impacts our, us. Our marriage changed. I mean, drastically yeah. because of this, and it was really me being dumb. Uh, I, I worked for a company and. I stole stuff from them and they arrested me and I almost went to prison for it. And I mean, there's more to that story. I'm really concise about it, but, um, should I have gotten what I got out of it? No, but at the same token, I understand that God works things his way. So I go into work on a Friday and they've got the state police there, the FBI there, and they're arresting me right at work. And so my wife gets a phone call from some friends of mine at work saying, Chris got drugs or something in his car? Because they just stripped his car in the parking lot and they're arresting him. No, he doesn't do anything like that. So she calls another friend and says, hey, this is what's going on. And he's like, if Chris has anything work related at home, make sure it's gone. Oh, so. okay. so she she does. Which now makes you an accessory, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. So don't do that. You know, so I'm sitting, you know, listening to what they're trying to to arrest me for and i'm like you guys realize this stuff was garbage right and i was told to throw it out and i asked my supervisor that if i could take it home and do whatever i wanted with it and he said yes and they went doesn't matter it's our stuff (laughs) and you don't have any proof that he says those things so there you go so like that's the the gist of it right so but i was also trying to start a union at that company they didn't like 
the things I was trying to push. So mm-hmm. it's good to make someone sometimes a fall guy for it. And mm-hmm. me, I was young and pretty bullheaded and stubborn. So I did things that I probably shouldn't have done too at the same time. So I'm in the back of the state police car and, you know, the officer's explaining what's happening. And I'm like just in complete shock at this point. Now keep in mind, I'm agnostic. I don't really believe there's a God out there. So we get to the police station, the detective, the FBI guys going through my what, what they've got, what their case is looking like, why they arrested me. And I'm looking at everything that they have. And I'm like, this is really just circumstantial. They can't really, yeah. like half of what they got here will get thrown out in court. If I just shut my mouth and sit in jail for three days, I'm going to be fine. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they do it, of course, on a Friday afternoon. So you're not going to get bail. They want to yeah. make sure they prove their point so that you're there till Monday. And I've also got my kids that weekend, which they knew. Oh. So I'm supposed to get them at like six o'clock. And now I'm going to be sitting in jail for three days and have to explain that to the ex-wife. Oh, and, God. Oh, I didn't right, that. Right. Right. So all that's <laughs> going through my head while I'm sitting there at the table talking to these officers. And uh, I, I need to use the restroom. Like, I'm not going to talk or say anything until I use, use the restroom. So the officer who had arrested me, the state police officer, you know, takes me to the bathroom and he stands outside. They handcuff you to a stall and, you know, and oh I'm, I'm well, like flight risk, you know, danger to oh, themselves. Man. And I, they were told I was dangerous and violent. So they went with what they were told. Yeah. And um, so I'm like, all right, God, this is the thing. Like, I'm in this position right now. If you're real, this is how I need to know. Oh. Uh, and and I was very like talking kind of like I'm like this yeah, out loud yeah, to yeah. myself like all right God I, I I know if I keep my mouth shut I'm looking at three days even after he told you to silence it I know that's what I'm thinking I'm like okay oh. no. anyway sorry so, sorry sorry so I'm I'm praying kind of out loud like you know God if you're real I mean this is the situation I'm in I don't really expect to get an answer from you but this is where I'm at and I'm just trying to process what I should do next because I'm a pretty calculated person. And, and I'm like, man, if I just sit back and shut my mouth and let my attorney deal with this on Monday, I'll get three days in jail. They're going to throw most of us away. He has no idea what I did. Right. And this is kind of like a misdemeanor to me at this point. So I'm looking at, they've got search warrants to go through my house and stuff. And I'm like, okay, I can see all this. And, uh, and I have no idea what Taya's had done while I was gone. If anybody even told her that I was arrested, Mm -hmm. I don't know any of that. So I, I pray and I'm like, all right, God, I need to know what to do right now. And I kid you not, a voice that I can't describe mm-hmm. fills the room. Mm-hmm. Instantly, all the hair on my neck and arms are standing up. And, mm-hmm. the, and the voice very calmly just says, do the right thing and everything will be okay. Tell and, the truth. Ooh, chills. And, and I just kind of, all right, I'm losing my freaking mind right now because there's no way I just heard that. And then it's yeah. tell the truth. It'll be Okay. And I'm like, that's our God. <laughs> and, and I'm looking around going, okay, I don't even know what that is. And I'm like white as a ghost. Yeah. And I'm, I've got these tingles that I can't yeah. even explain. And I'm like, okay, is this a voice in my head? And then it repeats itself, you know, tell the truth yeah, and everything yeah, will yeah. be okay. And, and I, and I walk out of the, you know, I call the, the officer back over and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm done. And, and he's like, he looks at me and we get in the hallway and he stops me, turns me around and he pulls out of his out of his shirt across and he said, I don't know what God just said to you in there or the Holy Spirit no. just said to you in there because I, I don't understand what the what the language was, but I know that that was God speaking. We're all believers in this thing. Whatever wow. just happened in there, and he shows me the hair on his arms are standing up. Whatever that voice was and told you to do, just do it and be diligent. Wow. And I, and I was wow. like, 
Okay, I didn't didn't lose my mind, you know, and uh, so that's why I believe. I mean, a lot of other people might not agree with that or think that maybe it was a psychotic break, but the officer kind of hearing that same voice going, yeah, that wasn't yours, and I didn't understand the language it was speaking in, but clearly you did. So I go, I sit down, I tell everything that was going on. So at that point, the officers were like, okay, this story makes a lot more sense to us now because none of it was making sense prior. Well, we need to go to your house and confiscate the computer and stuff that you were doing work on. So we get to my, and this is where the story gets, this is where the story gets great, right? So we we, we show up to my house where my wife is now an accomplice. Oh and God! <laughs> we we show up we show up to the house with the officers. Now you got the FBI, you've got the you know, detective from the Michigan State Police Department uh, there, and uh, they walk in. I'm not there, by the way. My wife's not there, and <laughs> my tool room that has these tools that they say I stole, and and my computer that I've been selling this stuff on, and that's all gone. Like that room is completely wiped out. Oh my God! I don't gosh. have a single tool in my oh house, my let alone gosh. the tools. So if he if he would have <laughs> kept his so mouth, much. if he would have kept his mouth shut. So I'll think about that, right? Like if he I would have kept my mouth shut. And there would have been nothing. They would have done a search warrant, found nothing in my home at all. And it would have been, you know, I would have really then, then been a complete walk off or misdemeanor, maybe no charges at all at that point. And, you know, I said I was stubborn, agnostic, didn't yeah, really yeah, believe yeah. in God. So here I am actually praying to God I didn't believe was going to actually answer. And all of a sudden he answers. And I'm like, well, I guess you are real. I take back the things I said. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's what happens, right? So I go home. She's not there. I call her up. I'm like, whatever you took from the house, you got to bring back. So you know, the, the officers are now standing in our house. They see the pictures of our kids. They see how we live. And then like the I mean, story. The house is, I'm a stay home parent, so the house yeah. is immaculately clean. Right, like better you know, homes like, and gardens. Yeah, it is like something walking into better home and gardens. She's home all the time. I'm home. You know, so yeah. like what else am I going to do but clean? So they're, they're looking around so. and they're like, well, we were told you were going to be violent, that you were a flight risk. What? We were told all these things from your company. And I said, did you guys pull my file? And he's like, well, no. So you should pull my file. I've gotten every raise that I'm supposed to get. I've been excellent or, or higher than average for every evaluation that's been done in the seven years or five years I was with that company. And I said, you guys didn't even look at that? Well, no, we just took their word for it. Okay, mm-hmm. well, this is this is it. So then they meet Taya, and everyone loves my wife. <laughs> so everybody likes Taya. Of course. They, they meet me, and they're like, that guy's okay. Then they meet Taya and go, and I'm yeah, she's just the cool very one. calm. Yeah. I'm, you know, like, I can't imagine you being like, crazy no no just i just feel like through any storm you'd just be like it's okay yeah well if her heart would fall out of her chest (laughs) 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 right exactly well well, they meet taya she's like all super calm yeah and you know and and the one even said are you even the leadest are you upset at all and i was like i want to leave him at this point right now like i (laughs) want to end my marriage because of what just happened you know like Uh I'm very upset. Like, it's well, especially because like, they're saying things like, you're going to be an accessory. Yeah. We could charge you with being an accessory <laughs> mm-hmm. because you took the stuff out of the house. Yeah. And I'm pleading with them, you know, don't do this. You know, go look at my evaluations. Go look and see if you're actually being, you know, told 100% the truth from there. And so the FBI guy, after talking to us for like an hour in my kitchen, like they take whatever we have and put it in their car. And he's like, well, we're dropping my charges. Like there's like what I'm looking at here. Like this is clearly garbage. Like I can tell that this is junk parts. There's no no brand new anything in this box of, of crud. Uh-huh. And, and he's like, this is 
yeah, we're not going to push charges on this. And he's like, state of Michigan, they have to do their own thing. He's like, but the FBI side for interstate stuff, we're done. We're not going to do anything. And I'm like, okay, that's one less thing. And then the state trooper, you know, after the detective, you know, talking to us, he's like, I will go talk to the the DA when it comes time for prosecuting you, you know, I'll come in on the day that they're going to give charges and that kind of stuff. And I'll speak on your behalf if that's okay. And I'm like, dude, that'd be great if you do that. So we we get through that day, they leave and then Taya and I are having this conversation like that heart to heart of, okay, like, I'm like, I totally understand if you want to leave me right now, I almost put you in prison. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I don't even know how to be frank. I hope that you don't, but I, I totally understand why you'd want to protect our children at this point. And like this mess up that just happened should never have happened. And I should mm -hmm. never have put you in the situation I just put you in. And it's all because I wasn't listening to her in the first place that mm -hmm. they're setting you up. There's no way that they're going to be okay with this. It's just, it's just too easy for what's mm -hmm. going on. So, and I'm not listening. I'm just being stubborn. We yeah. need to make the extra money, trying to move forward in life, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And yeah. I totally get if you yeah, want to he leave. bought two rentals that I wasn't, I was telling him not to. And he told me at that time we weren't married. And he's like, okay. you're not my wife. You can't tell me what to do. So I got lots of red marks against me. I get it. Oh, yeah. and, but, you know, then he tells me the whole, you know, like God spoke to him. And, yeah. you know, so I'm still like at the point where I'm just like, I just don't. Like, but she can is see the really, change too. Yeah, I can. Like, it's it's almost like it was instant, you know. But I'm still like, is he is he the man that I should be with, you know? Right, right, right. And is this really going to be enough? And well, see, so I, I tell her the God thing, and then she's questioning all this, and we're having that conversation. And then my phone rings, and the person who told her to take the stuff out of the house in the first place says, "Hey, I've got this attorney for you to talk to on Monday. Uh, Monday, I want you to go talk to him." Okay, so I go meet with this attorney friend of his on Monday. I find out that the guy's the ex-district attorney for the state of Texas. He's only here because his wife is dying of cancer and wanted to be close to home. He's really not happy with God at the moment because I tell him this testimony, and he's like, there is no God. If God was God, he wouldn't let my wife die the way she's mm. dying. He's like, and you're stupid, and, and you're going to end up going to prison. And you're going to go oh to prison. Oh, my gosh. But he's like, but... But, I'm gonna take it. <laughs> he goes. He goes. He, but th but this is what he says. He goes just to prove to myself that there is no God. I'll take your case and do it pro bono. And I'm like, well, he goes, yeah, because there's no way. There's no way. Like what you're telling me. I'm watching my wife die, and I used to be religious. And there's no way. There's no God. Look, look at look what he's done to my life. No, I'm not. I don't buy into this story mm -hmm. at all. He's like, you're probably going to go to jail, but you know, let me look at the evidence and stuff. He goes, this is what I'll do. I'll do it pro bono. I want you just to pay for my gas to get to and from court and pay for the filing fees of the paperwork. I'm not going to charge anything hourly. Pause. I don't really know what pro bono means. It means for free. Uh, yeah. For free. He's not yeah. doing an hourly he's rate. Not charging, he's not charging to do the work. And, and a lot of people do it. Usually when pro bono work happens, it's when they stand something to gain later. Mm -hmm. yeah. You don't go pro bono without. Well, like, what would you gain later? He doesn't gain anything. So you, than, when you're suing someone, your lawyer, I'm pro bono, so he'll work for free until you get what you want from them, and okay, he's going to take makes a cut. Sense. He's yeah. going to take a portion of your set, settlement, yeah. right? Yeah. But, but in your case, you're not going to get anything. No, in, right? in his there's case, there's nothing for him to gain, right? Except yeah. for yeah. Christianity. That he's just yeah. he's just pissed at God and says, "I'll ride this out because I, it's just going to confirm to me even more how God's not real." And I think that's why he took it. But okay, yeah. So so he takes a, this case, and you know, I, I give him all the evidence, and he looks at me after going through all the court papers. He goes, "Why didn't you just shut your effing mouth when you were sitting there in the police?" 
station. Why did you talk? He's like, why? He's like, if you would have sat there for the two or three days, you would have walked off from this scot-free. They got nothing. Because this is the weakest case ever. The only reason they have you dead to rights for anything right now is because you opened your effing mouth. And I went, okay. And he goes, and because of that, God told you to do that, though, huh? God told you just to be truthful and honest, and it's all going to work out. That's what he said? (laughs) Yeah. Let's see how it works out for you. We'll ride it out. We'll see what happens. Your worst case scenario, you're looking at 15 years in prison with maybe five years of probation. And I went, okay. And he goes... If we can get it in front of a jury trial and we can get it where they can look at all the evidence and see it the way that it actually is, he goes, you might get away with nothing, but they still could give you 15 years. He's like, so, you know, you basically hung yourself with what just happened. Okay. And he goes, and you're lucky you didn't take your wife down with you. I'm like, we're having those conversations right now. Mm -hmm. And so then Taya is seeing how this guy is and she's like, God's working something out through you. You probably should be a little more diligent on this. And, you know, so at that point we start going, start attending a church. I was already going to church. Uh, He started going to church with me. I start attending church with her, um, you know, and, and, and trying to understand who this God is that I claimed to know, but didn't know. Right. Right. right, right. So we go through all this year and a half later. So this, this all happens. And now I've got a child that is playing soccer. So we have to go to Canada to go to a soccer game. Right. So like this all happens. And like within two weeks, we're in Canada at a soccer tournament for my oldest daughter. And we are at this tournament with my ex-wife and her husband staying in the same campground. And it's just, it's just all kinds of interesting. Yeah. Right. And so they don't know I've been arrested. They don't know any of that stuff yet. At this point. At that point. Oh God. At this point. So, this is so juicy. I love it. <laughs> well, much I wasn't expecting this much juice. Well, no, no one knows us that well. Yeah. I, I keep a lot of the stuff personal. Yeah. But well, thank you for sharing it. So well, so, now you're going to be all over the interwebs, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so God is real. I've heard His voice. Um, it wasn't a psychotic break. It turns out. But you know, so we we go to this tournament. We do all that, and then you know, we'd been trying to have a child for like of our own for about a year and a half. We'd had several miscarriages along the way. A couple months prior oh. to this, we had had a miscarriage, and we were like pretty far along actually. Wow. And, yeah. and the doctor so. was like, "Yeah, you shouldn't have kids. We should probably heart doctor them. again." Oh, yeah, yeah, and OB. I'm just kidding. Yeah, and OB. Well, he's but, a heart doctor and OB. No, my OB oh, oh, and oh, the heart oh, doctor both, both said that. Said yeah. that. Okay. Because of my heart, I probably we probably shouldn't try. I love so, those stories, though. Yeah. You yeah. shouldn't do this, and then you, you do well, it. But you did, right? Did. I'm pretty sure you yeah. guys made at least pretty sure at least one. Yeah, Addison's the last. Addison. Yeah. Okay. So, so we go on this trip, and we're like, "Well, I'm already like buried in whatever's going on court wise. Let's just kind of make this a fun trip and try to reconnect yeah. ourselves." Mm-hmm. So we did kind of like a second honeymoon at that point. So we went to Niagara Falls, hung out. The there girls for a drive days. home with their mom. It's because yeah. okay. like it was our weekend when it started, and oh, week, got it. Yeah. And then at the end of it, it was, it was her week? time. So they okay. just drove home. So we had. No five kids, days. so we yeah. had five and days. no job, and no job. Yeah. And I'm a stay home parent, so <laughs> what you know, like, yeah. So, so hey, we're here. Let's go to. We're on the Canada Pulse. side, yeah. or the okay. That's the good. Good. That's the good side. Yeah. So we, we go to Canada. We you know hang out at Niagara Falls. Um, we come home. We find out a couple months later we're gonna have a baby. Oh. So we keep it on the downside to everybody yeah. and on the down low. And then we finally found out you know, it was gonna actually be a for real thing. Yeah. So we have Addison in the midst of all this. Like we find out, so I lose my job, almost get a, go to prison. Court date's been set, haven't been to it yet, and then we're gonna have a baby somewhere in between this while I don't have a job. So I'm trying to find work now before this all gets yeah. out. That like I have a criminal record, it's gonna be a lot harder. It just sucks. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so you're putting all kinds of faith into into God to 
to walk out what this promise was that he made to me that tell the truth and everything will be okay. Yeah. So I'm going to stay with that. I mean, I, that voice and what I felt and how that sounded in the room, I'm going to play this out and see what yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah. So a year later, we, we get to court and the state police yeah. officer. Oh, hold on, you got to back up. Because before we found out we were pregnant for Addison, your ex-wife finds out that you were fired. Oh. And takes and starts the court battle. That's with, oh, God. Yeah. Are you kidding so, me? That was court battle number four at that point. Yeah. So... <gasps> Oof. Yeah, so I'm she, so glad that so I she have starts great at ex. this point. So <laughs> not only is he trying to find I mean, work, <laughs> he's I'm a stay home parent. We she finds out, I find out I'm pregnant. I'm very ill. Uh, I have I'm in and out of the hospital for my heart. I have to stop all my heart meds. I can't work. I try to work. The only reason can't. she didn't divorce me is because I was taking care of her. <laughs> Probably. That's how you do it. Probably. <laughs> Thanks, big guy. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> And so it was just like, it was just one, I mean, here we're trying to keep our faith in God. He's newly into this, you know, and, and like the I'm devil's like, trying hard to throw is, everything at me that yeah, he can. It is For just sure. like one thing after another, like we would get over one hurdle with Addison and then find out something else. And then I'm mm-hmm. four and a half months pregnant and she stops growing. So now we have stress tests every two week, every yeah. two times a week from January until June. She doesn't move. So like we have to have ultrasounds all the time because she's not growing. She's not moving. You know, I'm losing amniotic fluid in the stress of this and then core and then him trying to find a job. And it was just like one thing after another. You should and, have just been put on an island or something. Yeah, <laughs> it was just... It, you gotta you gotta write out the pregnancy story. island but like any and he would ask me he's like how do you do it like how do you keep your faith like how i was like uh, because i've never ever been left homeless without electricity <laughs> there's always someone there's always something there and my family is are so giving and so just amazing mm-hmm. and anytime we needed help or anything like they were there my dad was always there and it was just like and he's seen all this at this point and he's just like i just don't get it you know like how is this possible and i was like because oh, it's, it's god, god. it's yeah, god yeah, you yeah. know and you know so and it was like when he would we would need something like he would find a better job, like he would find a job and then another job would, a better job would come mm-hmm. up. And it was just like one thing after another that was positive over all these negative things that were happening. Right. And it was like, and just watching him just like get more into like that believing, you know? And so it was, you know, at this time, you know, oh, and we lost our house too. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We yeah. went. We went from There's like that. a three thousand square foot house to a eight hundred square. Foot oh, house. yeah, right after Addison With was born. Three yeah. kids. Yeah, four, 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 four kids. Four kids. Yeah. So that's crazy. Yeah, but, but you know, like go back ever. to remember, <clears throat> I was praying for all the stuff that we were fighting about to go to away. To go away. Yeah. So in the midst of this. His ex, after Addison is born, his ex-wife gets CPS to believe that there's abuse and they take (gasps) the two older kids out of our house. This is all while I'm still waiting to go to court. Yeah, he hasn't gone to court yet. (laughs) So so she's trying to use that as leverage to try to take custody. Oh my God. So it, it turns Who out. Who is this that. woman? So, yeah. you so, watching this podcast? Nah, nah. <laughs> so, everybody has their own demons. She has yeah, her own yeah, fight. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, like, for me, I got no animosity there. It is what it is. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, I've lived that storm. But yeah, we get to the courtroom finally after a year and a half and all this other stuff going on. And 
you know, I'm sitting down and my attorney's there and he's like, <clears throat> hope you're prepared to push this off for another year because we got to try to go for a jury trial. So that's what I'm going to try to push for. Okay. So then state police officer that said he was going to be there. He's there. He's talking to the DA. He looks over, waves to me. And then, you know, my attorney's like, I don't know what that's about. So like 15 minutes, we're just kind of sitting there and there's no judge coming in yet. And then uh, the judge finally comes and says, hey, I want you two guys to go talk, you two attorneys to go talk out in the hallway. So I'm sitting there waiting, you know, for what's going to happen. My attorney says, hey, we're going to go to this conference room. And okay, so we go to this conference room and he goes, I, I don't even know what to say to this. What do you mean? The DA who has you dead to the rights just offered you a plea deal. And I went, what? Yeah, they want to drop it from two counts of, you know, attempted larceny from a building to just one count, which means that if you get the one count, you could um, actually get that expunged off your record in a couple years. Wow. Okay. They want no prison time. They just want you to do two years of probation and pay, you know, some restitution. And I went, okay. Well, what about the other one? Well, that's going to be a misdemeanor. What? Yeah, it's just going to be a misdemeanor charge. You'll be able to expunge all this. And, he, and he's just sitting there and he's completely dumbfounded. Mm -hmm. And he's like, all right, so take me back to how we met again and the whole God thing. <laughs> and, and, and so, you know, we're, we're having that conversation yeah. and he's like, I have never seen. And he goes, and I remember, I've, I've worked for the state of Texas. He's like, I have never seen a district attorney who has a win slam dunk walk in and offer a plea deal to anybody at all when they've got him so in the bag. Oh, and he wow. goes, and I didn't have to argue anything. She's just telling me this is what we think is more appropriate for this kid, this guy's situation. Uh -huh. And he's like, they don't care about your situation. Yeah, they don't. I don't know what God said to them this morning in the shower, <laughs> but whatever happened, this is what this is what I recommend you do. Yeah. So, you know, we go in there, and the district attorney tells the judge what they're what they're offering. Ask if I accept, and I do this, and then the person for the company I work for yells out something about how that's not fair and that's not right. And basically gets hit with contempt of court for blurting out different things <laughs> oh. along the way. And they, they want to keep making the fine bigger and bigger and bigger oh each time. Gosh. So I, I ended up paying like $6,000 in restitution, <laughs> which the judge is like, I don't even want to give him that because he's took junk and he made it something that you can sell. Yeah. And now you're saying because he gave it a value that he owes you that value. You sell that, you've got your value. There's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, this is ridiculous. He's like, I don't even know how we got here, but this is where we're at. I agree with what the district attorney is doing. Let's just, we're calling this done. You okay with that, Mr. Lewis? I'm like, I'm fine. I'm not going to jail. Yeah. So, and then, you know, we walk out there and I look at my wife and go, okay, so full circle on that God thing. You know, like, he says, do this. And, and this is the outcome. And yeah. I said, and I didn't expect there wasn't going to be consequences. You know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. I, and I think sometimes when people pray, they think that when God answers the prayers, there's not consequences that come with it. So when I've had people point that out, well, you still got that. It's not like you walked away <laughs> scot-free. Well, okay, atheist or non-believer, I, I get where you would come from and say that. But on the flip side, let me ask you this. You tell your kid five times that the stove is hot and the sixth time they touch it and they get burned, do you feel bad for the kid and is there a consequence for it? Mm -hmm. Like you've already, yeah. as a father, told them five times yeah. not to do something and now they did it and the consequences, they feel the, the pain of the burn. Mm -hmm. And I said, so when we reach out to God, our father, and we're asking for things and we're, we're you know, trying to be obedient in, this, in the sense like we are to our own parents. Yeah. And I said, when we step out of line, we are not supposed to think that there's no consequence that comes without you know, coming out of line a little bit, that there's not going to be a, a, a cause yeah. or a reaction to my cause. Definitely. And not only that, but... In the Bible, it talks explicitly about like Christians 
are not going to have an easy life. You're the ones who are going to have the hard life. Almost every Christian in the Bible got like beheaded, <laughs> you know, or like all the ones that were writing the books, at least, you know, I don't even, can't even name them, but yeah. gosh, who were they? Uh, don't look at me. <laughs> I'm the last person to. I don't Well, John was, John the Baptist was beheaded. Um, Wasn't Thomas beheaded too? I can't remember. There was, it's pretty much every single one who was like, okay, I believe in Jesus and all that. I was like, oh, you're going to die now. And they, they were persecuted the whole time. And so well, look at Job. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that was like pre-Christianity. That was yeah. like, yeah, just so that, that story gets me. I, I don't yeah. like that story. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just like, it's God's crazy. like, God's like, I know Job. He's hardcore. Do whatever you want. It's like, man, what about Job, dude? Like, what, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But does, does Job really want to do it? Yeah. Did you ask him? If yeah, he ask him. It? No, the whole time he just complains. He's like, come on, do I deserve this, God? Why are you doing this to yeah. me? Because I know you can handle it, son. That's yeah. why. Yeah. But, you know, that, but that's that, yeah. that thing with Christianity, and, and I said it's, it's kind of how it was. But for us, I mean, that was a big test of the marriage. I think, yeah. honestly, like going back, you know, hindsight being twenty twenty on that, Going back, and if I would have just kept my mouth shut, and and I've played this scenario in my head mm-hmm. several times, just kept my mouth shut, and and not done they anything, probably would have. Would I have stayed married to Taya during that? Because they probably would have. Had no, as an accessory. No, and, it, mm-hmm. yeah, for know. sure. That God didn't just save you that day. He saved you. He saved your marriage. Um, he saved your marriage. He saved the D or the lawyer dude. The lawyer. He yeah. saved um, even the the state trooper in the hallway. Like he may have been going through something too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now he's reaffirmed. Yeah. He's 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 walking a straighter path because of it. There's so many lives that were touched just from that one conversation with God. And it's like, yeah, I wasn't you have expecting to, this to be so. You have amazing. to so juicy, <laughs> so juicy, and <laughs> like, oh, it's like, yeah, yeah, you just gotta. I just love God stories like this. Yeah. This is awesome. You gotta go through but stuff. Like, all that, like every point, there was a choice that I had to make. You know, when we were going through the custody with the girls while this was all going, uh-huh. they basically told me that they they were evaluating the girls. And I might have to leave. I'm, I, Chris and I might have to separate because while this court was going on and, and I looked right at Chris and I was like, if it's the choice of you and my kids, I'm taking my kids. Yeah. You know, like you won't see these kids if they tell me that you can't see these kids until this is over. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not, this is, this is it. And honestly, I think if they would have said that, Hey, you can't, we probably wouldn't be sitting here today. Right. So there's all these choices and but like once everything was done and we were still going through all this court stuff, it wasn't over. Like mm. that's not where it ends. It wasn't like, oh, we're so blissful now. That's yeah, not yeah, where yeah. it ended because the court <laughs> battle was almost, so it was 12, so five years. It was Ugh, five years long. Dang. And so it's like the two older girls start, there's like total chaos after we get them back and we are awarded all our makeup time and it's deemed a lie and in this while we're going through all these court things she is telling the judge and everybody that chris is abusing me and that's why i'm not oh my god i'm not um coming forward and saying that there's abuse with the kids so they force us to go to marriage counseling best thing ever. i was gonna say that's not like a <laughs> yeah, twist my thing. arm and yeah. sign yeah. me up again <laughs> Like but so many people like don't want to do it. You yeah. want to know your spouse better? Go do that. You want to know yourself Dude, better? Go do seriously that. or start a podcast. You got you could do <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was the 
first 30 minutes of our first session, the counselor goes, Taya, you don't like conflict, do you? And I was like, no. She was like, you compromise yourself a lot. And I was like, no, I don't. She's like, here's a scenario. You just compromised yourself there. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, you and Chris are going to have a date. He asks you what you want to do. What do you say? And I was like, I want to go to the movies. And she's like, okay, but Chris says, oh, but I want to go bowling. What do you say? And I was like, I'll go bowling. She's like, but that's not. He asked you what you wanted to do. And you wanted to go to the movies. Mm -hmm. I'm like, but I'm still going to have fun bowling. She's like, you said you wanted to go to the movies. Mm -hmm. You're compromising yourself to go bowling to make him happy. Stop doing it. Mm. She's like, do you do this with That's everybody? Why I'm so unhappy now. Because <laughs> yeah. now you're always going to the movies. No, it's always the stupid. Usually it's the place. other way around. I want to go bowling. He wants to go to the movies. But I feel but, the know, same like, way, kind of like in my, you know, it's like, yeah, we can have fun at both. Yeah, doing both. And I don't know. when I was younger, a friend of mine used to get mad because I would do that because I like to listen to live music. Mm-hmm. Hence the dating band guys. Dating band, band guys. guys yeah. Band guys. <laughs> and um, so. A friend, another friend of ours always wanted to go to the DJs and, and when we would, we would argue a little bit and then I was like, okay, let's just go. And my one friend was just like, stop letting her push you around. Uh, And I'm like, I'm not, I'm going to have fun no matter, no matter where we go, I'm going to have fun. Right, right, right. You know, and I never felt like I was compromising myself until the counselor put it that way. Put it that way. And so she's like. You are allowing people, especially Chris, because if you give him this, he's going to take more. Mm. So you need to have be able to communicate, no, we can go bowling the next time. I really want to go see this movie. And you need to be tell you need to be able to tell him how you feel. You need to tell him how you feel. And I was like, I was always afraid of telling him exactly how I felt because I was afraid that my feelings wouldn't be validated. Mm. And so I never was like, that hurt my feelings. I would just like, just, okay, that's whatever. And just let it go. Mm -hmm. And so the counseling helped us be able to communicate what he was feeling, what I was feeling, and to be able to come and be able to like grow from what we were doing. And because Chris is very closed off at times and I am not, Mm -hmm. I'm a very open book and things like that. And, and it was difficult sometimes for us to have that common to where I'm not emotional. I'm one, I'm not emotional either. Mm-hmm. And neither is Chris. And so it's sometimes that's hard also. And Chris yeah. can be cry right now, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just I like, want to cry listening to yeah. you guys. I'm just and <laughs> you know, but having me sh- like Chris can shut off his emotion and I, I cannot shut my emotion off. I just don't show my emotion. So I'm not going to, I'm not the one that when you argue with me, I'm going to cry. I'm not going to yell at you. I'm not going to call, call you names. Chris is not going to call me names. He shuts down mm. and then he goes and he isolates mm-hmm. and then he can come back and talk to me. Well, before counseling, I would always go to him and try to fix it. Mm. I wanted to fix the problem Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I couldn't fix it. I had to let Chris figure out what he needed to figure out. So counseling helped us do that. And then you would think like, oh, you know, like you're perfect, right? Everything's perfect (laughs) now. No. Then a really shitty thing happened in our life with our youngest. 
and that will be another conversation. <laughs> um, and it, it almost ruined us again. Wow. Even after we both had God in our life and we had these counseling sessions and it was really hard to 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 deal with and it put a lot of stress on our marriage and um, there was times where there was one time where Chris got in the car and he's like I'm leaving and he's like I'm going to Florida and I'm and I was like so you're just gonna leave you're like with everything going on you're just gonna drive he's like I'm done I can't do this anymore it's too stressful he's like I I feel like I failed and and I was like what do you think I feel like you know like you know like I'm the one that's you know like dealing with it you're like you're not dealing with it and he's like how can I deal with it and so I want to deal with it with a gun and a bullet yeah mm. so um, that's, a good, that's a good way to deal with it. Yeah, it was. If you just, want to go back to prison, and then that's a whole <laughs> yeah. different, that's a whole different kind yeah. of marriage counseling. And, there, <laughs> right? It just was pass just, me a note. <laughs> and you know, so but in everything, like we, with like with the miscarriages and the court and like everything, like God had, you don't really realize, like you know, they say like, oh, things happen for a reason. You know, like why would you miscarriage a kid? You know, like, why would you have three of them mm-hmm. and one pretty far along? You know, like, mm-hmm. how how is that? Like, you know, like, oh, it happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Well, we had friends that had a stillbirth and yeah. they were two weeks away from being due. And she went in for an appointment and they couldn't find a heartbeat. She oh. had to deliver the baby. Oh, yeah. And I know the feeling of loss. Yeah. And I was able to help her and mentor her and with God's help. And the fact that I had those miscarriages, I understood the loss. Yeah. And, you know, so like when they say, you know, like everything happens for a reason. And so like everything does happen, you know, like you don't see the bigger picture. And I don't think but, we're supposed to always see the bigger picture. Yeah. So it's the little true. pictures. Very that, true. It's weird that we expect to. Yeah. It's weird that there's like this, this being that's above us just pulling all the strings. And we're like, I deserve to know the plans. It's like, no. Well, no. Yeah. <laughs> right. We like, I can't laugh at them if you know them. <laughs> but like looking back, you know, like if I would have not said yes, mm-hmm. like where would we have been? Or said yes to what? Being married. Being you know, married. Like, okay. You know, like saying yes to yeah, the proposal. Yeah, yeah. And then when he did get well, arrested. Well, you did it. Well, I did eventually. <laughs> I did eventually. And, or when I, I was like... two pigs and a goat. <laughs> yeah, he told the kids for years and years and years. That's what he gave my dad for me. So, and my dad lives by farms, so it was like oh. really fun. Uh, yeah, that's We're really very simple. old school at our house. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was a lot of choices. And, you know, just having faith that the love that we had was enough. And it's sometimes it's pretty crazy to think about yeah so well and and like on my side of it right like you've heard a lot of where she's like i was ready to go yeah well i felt like that along the marriage and, and the aspects of it too because she wouldn't push back it's like i i need someone who's going to kind of hold me accountable at times from some of the dumb things that i do because <laughs> i will just do things mm-hmm. i i've lived a pretty long life of it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission so I've I've exercised that a lot in this lifetime and I need someone to go this is not one of those times knock it yeah. off knucklehead like mm. you need to you need to rope in and so with being a strong personality that way having someone who's equally strong to go all right come on we're not going to do that this time but uh, it's gonna be so much fun yeah until you get in trouble yeah so like and counseling helped me be that person right mm-hmm. like, so right and on the flip side, like her life would be very boring without me. That's she so I would probably be a crazy cat lady. I'm not going to lie. A crazy cat lady. Yeah. Because 
Well, it, it, it's easy when you get diagnosed with something like my wife has, like pretty yeah. sick as she is. It, it's it's really easy for people to use that as an excuse not to do anything or to live anymore. Right. And yes. that becomes their whole life is to fixate on how sick they are rather than like how much life there is to live. Yeah, and, good and the point. thing is, yeah. is like, I think I balance that out in her. I think if I wasn't in her picture in that way to make her go out to the shows, to make her go to concerts, to, to get her to go traveling, to get her to go camping, to get her to go do these things. Yeah, because yeah. there's I, sometimes, you know, like we, I don't feel like today I started not to feel well. Oh. And um, I was like, are you kidding me? You know, like we have so much going on and we're going like, to hang we're out. We're going to a pineapple party. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, are you kidding me? And, but you know, like I pushed through, you know, and Chris Thank will, you. yeah, Chris will like, there's been times where we've had plans and I, he can clearly see that I'm not well. And he's like, you're either going to be not well here or not well there with friends that care about you, Oh, you know? Yeah. And he's like, so what, yeah, like, it's going to, you're, you're not going to feel well either way. Yeah. And you might start feeling better at the end of the night and then you can be with your friends. And so he helps me. He, he pushes That's me. That's really and cool. What a guy. Yeah. What a guy. That's all I bring to the table. <laughs> that is not all. <laughs> yeah. I'm like falling in love with you guys. It's like. <laughs> That's why it's a pineapple party. That's why it's a pineapple <laughs> 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 craving pineapple. No, why? You know, so, and, and so with awesome. counseling, like. You know, Chris learned that it's it's okay it's okay to be vulnerable. Yeah, and because it was really hard for him to be vulnerable. Still is. Still is. Especially is. unless yeah. he's on shrooms. That shrooms oh. is a fun thing. I tell you what. <laughs> I haven't tried it yet. I'm so scared to try it. Well. Yeah. We should probably cut this part out of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I I firmly believe that. Um, well, I don't know how to describe it, but I firmly believe in shrooms. Well, I, <laughs> I, I, I will say that my understanding of who I am as a person is more clear wow. because of being on shrooms. Yeah. And like yeah. who who I am and where I am in the universe at that point, I guess. And it's not like, like everyone thinks you just lose your mind on shrooms and it's yeah. all like no. weird. But no, it's, oh, it's dude, really you done it. Yeah. It's, wow. it's a very intro perspective type viewpoint of things. And it's why it's... You've, you've got to be around the right people and in a safe yeah, environment. Yeah, it can be abused. People, if you party on it, yeah, you're, the, you're yeah. a nerd. Like, get well, out of here, weirdo. The, the, the thing is, I want to be crying like, and like, well, like oh, dude, I'm sorry by the one time yeah. I stole your pen, bro. Dude, I feel so bad. <laughs> like, it's like, that's the kind of stuff that can come out too. Like, last yeah. time I did it with my brother, I was like, dude, I stole your comic when we were kids and I sold it for like a uh, yo-yo. And it was like a super expensive comic book. And he was like, in the moment, he was like, oh, that's okay, man. No big deal. But then I went out and I bought that comic. So you still for what remember it's what now. you guys talk about? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. You don't yeah. forget it. Oh, no. You're totally lucid. Yeah. It's not It's not like how everyone portrays it. And that. And that's it's not like the, being yeah. drunk. Like, right. you don't black out shrooms. No. No. <laughs> like, and like, maybe bits and pieces, the way no, you, you don't even. remember stuff. Yeah. No, I could, yeah, I could probably recall pretty much everything. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've never been. Like, I'm scared oh, of know. feeling sick. I don't know. Yeah, that's Yo, that, I mean, it all depends you on like, how you take it. Depend, it depends because like the first time I was like, I would get waves of nausea, but mm. the other two times that I did it. But it I fight with strain, myself. It depends on the It Because like there's a fun side that's inside me that the controlling reserve side oh, yeah. like suppresses. Mm. And they're, when I'm on shrooms, they like fight. Oh, okay. And, and so like, it, yeah. And if you're like, 
fighting against your emotions, if you're like trying to repress everything, that'll make you sick and feel worse. And the first two times I was very controlled. The last time I did it, I just let myself go and I did cry a lot. But like it was, it was needed. It was a good cry. Oh yeah. And Chris was like, I, I kept apologizing to Chris and he's like, don't. He's like, you needed this. You needed yeah, that's this, awesome. you know? So, oh, yeah. It's the whole, everyone, as long as everyone's in the same state of mind, there's no one judging you. Everyone is so open to what you have to say and to your heart and your emotions and your feelings. And it's like the most, it's the, it's like one of the best experiences. Well, well using the biblical thing, right? Like God, God says, or Jesus had said, you know, all things in moderation, really. I mean, that's what it is. Not yeah. to abuse anything, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. you can abuse food as much as you abuse drugs. You can abuse, you know, alcohol as much as you can abuse eating a Subway sandwich. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it really comes down to that. I mean, you can abuse yourself by being too into sports or too into that. You know, like when you're all into something and nothing else matters. I mean, that's really the moderation that he's speaking of. Yeah. And this, the same thing, like when I look at shrooms or someone who wants to smoke pot, like if you want to go smoke dope, go ahead. I don't care. Like it doesn't really mm-hmm. affect me. Now, when it becomes your every day and all yeah. day and that's, that's all your you personality, live for, dude. Well, yeah, like when you when you wake up in the morning and the first thing you want to do is smoke down or drink a beer or, or any right. of that, you know, that's I mean, it's, it's, it's a different way to look at it. So yeah. like, also there's like man-made stuff and then there's i i I have trouble with people like because like yeah i I got an argument the other day because like everything comes from the earth you are chemically altering things yeah chemically altering. but it's all it all comes from nature are you chemically altering a mushroom it's naturally grown and then that is just what it is is. that's why i feel same thing with pot that's why i feel okay i think they culture they i mean they culture them well, no, you can get like just organic without having to do anything special to it. Marijuana out there that you could smoke. That's where it oh, came yeah, from. Yeah. I mean, before they started yeah. crossbreeding. But like and doing meth the science, and stuff is like. Yeah, you're taking Drano it, and other Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to me, well, that just seems like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, man-made. there's no there's no health benefits to meth. That I know. <laughs> no. or cocaine. You can uh, you can no. do you can get really good at work for like a few days and then after then that lose it's your all, teeth and not eat. Yeah, yeah. and you so get really it's really good for weight loss. Weight loss, yeah, it's I really mean, good for yeah. weight loss. Yeah. Meth, um, but yeah, yeah, but, meth um, and coke. Yeah, you can. Really you lose. Um, I just want to do it to lose like five <laughs> pounds. Like no, that's not how it works. It's like three percent of people kick meth after they do it. Right. So yeah, it's like only, so addictive. Yeah. So coke or meth, some people can just do it. And other people will sell their entire, all their things yeah. in their house to buy more. It's like oh, the yeah. black pill. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Um, American Horror Story. American Horror Story. The, yeah. I don't know if you watched that. No. It, well, watch it later. Okay. We'll tell you yeah, later we'll off podcast. But <laughs> yeah, some people, yeah, some people, I mean, I would never even, that's not even worth yeah, no. Cocaine, I've never, I've never tried it. I never will. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Um, but but like shrooms I have done and like yeah. the, the last time I did shrooms like was opening for her more than anything like yeah. cuz Yeah. Cuz like, I wanted to go to bed and he's like, "No, stay up with me and talk." And I was like, and, I was like Dude, she, and she wasn't on shrooms. I, I was. Yeah, I didn't oh, do it. Yeah. You were already. <laughs> yeah. And he was like all his walls fell down that night oh. and it was so I bet it was awesome for, for you. Amazing. It even amazing. even not being on shrooms it's just yeah. Like I would think we stayed up to what 3 in the morning yeah. oh my and he goodness. just talked and just let his feelings go and it was um, he made me cry a couple times. And, you know, it was just so. Well, she realized amazing. how broken I really am. Yeah, that was yeah, that was heartbreaking <laughs> to me too. You yeah. know, so it was eye opening and. Stop! You're gonna make you know, me cry. It was just, but. 
Well, yeah, but like that's the thing. Like, we're all broken, right? Yeah. Like there's not a perfect life out there. Everyone thinks that they have a perfect life. They can believe that if they want, but or they think other people have a perfect life, right? Which isn't true either. I right, mean, right. and like the yeah. the whole thing is we're some of our imperfections, and that's like the hardest yeah. thing I think for people mm. to grasp sometimes. Mm. And okay, so just because this really nasty, crappy thing happened to you for this little portion of your life doesn't mean it should dictate how the rest of your life goes. Yeah. And at some mm-hmm. point, you have to learn how to deal with compartmentalizing those aspects of life and going, okay, what can I take from that? That's going to make me better and build from, because I can't hold on to the hurt. I can't hold on to the pain. I can't hold on to all that stuff forever and expect to be better because of it. Yeah. Right. So I have to find out, all right, I lived through it. I dealt with it. Okay. Now that I've done that, okay. I don't want to ever be like that to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So how can I make myself a better person because of that instead of the opposite, mm-hmm. which, you yeah. know, you can blame environment for a lot of how people act in the world that we live in, but there's no self-accountability. And I think that's why a yeah. lot of people are afraid of God is because it's not that being a Christian is easy. It's because, you know, like there's this accountability that God gives you for yourself yeah. where, for sure. look, I'm trying to be better for me. It's not that I'm judging you for how you live because yeah. whatever you're going through is between you and God. I don't, I can't do anything about that. Yeah. I'm trying to be better because I see where I'm flawed. I'm trying to heal the flaws and the things that I've done and trying to grow from that as a person. So I think that scares people because you have to look at yourself first and go, I am not perfect. I've got all these issues. I've got all this darkness and all these things that make me kind of a crappy person. And I don't want to be that guy anymore. Mm-hmm. And you have yeah. to kind of face yeah. those things. And when you start to fall in line in the, in the ideology of Christ and, and like Christianity in general, and you start to look at yourself, you start to hear, see these things that you've been like, I don't want to be held accountable for that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just going to pretend I never did that. Right. right. Yeah. And, and really, though, that that accountability is what you need in order to not do that again and, and to be a better person for from it you know, and to learn from it and go, OK, so what what is this purpose that we're living on this planet for. Why are we actually here? What's the purpose of this life that we live? Mm -hmm. And I see right now in the world that's going on and the marriages that are around us that there's so many people that they have no purpose to the marriage. They have no purpose to their kids. They have no purpose to the world they live in. They get up, they go to work, they buy whatever they want to buy and all the stuff that they buy isn't making them happy. Mm -hmm. The lives that they're leading aren't making them happy. They have no idea what happiness actually is. Mm -hmm. They don't really even understand the concept of it. They don't like them themselves they don't like their spouse yeah they don't like the kids yeah well, i think we may need to do a part two on this <laughs> <laughs> it's probably what like, we've uh, <laughs> we're going on we're going on our record length podcast <laughs> oh, right <Jesus>. now <laughs> um so yeah I, I, I do want to cut it short now just for time for listeners and have you back on another season absolutely yeah for sure you yeah. guys are because so you guys are so juicy and you so juicy so such good talkers and <laughs> yeah uh, i love it storytellers so um let's go tell stories out at the bar somewhere else yeah and eat food. if we're still yes, up for i'm it. starving you're yeah. starving <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah uh thanks everyone for tuning in that tuned in um it's been awesome check out fire hyena studios that yeah I feel like it, the name changed wow. when you said it earlier. Because you said it earlier, it sounded different. Fire Hyena Studios. Fire Hyena. Fire, fire, fire Hyena Studios. She can't say it. <laughs> That's the wine. And, the, the, and the pineapple. Woo! And the pineapple. <laughs> <laughs>
But anyways, let's see if I can get my mouse to work here. I, what does that say? Stop? No, this says stop right there. Oh, you weren't recording this whole time. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> How awful would that, that, that be? That would be so terrible. <laughs> anyways, thanks yeah. for stopping. Dude, that's the delete. That Don't was so it. good. Thank you guys so much for coming. Oh, thanks yeah, for thank having you guys. us. Thanks for having <laughs> thank us. You. And we'll see you guys next Tuesday. See ya. Oh, wait. Hold on. We're going to do this. <laughs>